Leaders in Worship podcast, episode number 10. Welcome to the Leaders in Worship podcast. Today we are talking about five essential ingredients for changing your church's worship style. Uh, it could be subtitled, The Bigger the Ship, The Slower It's Going to Turn. And so today we are looking into that, and I just want to thank you for listening. Our goal here is to equip, connect, and develop leaders in the area of worship ministry. This is our 10th episode, and so I want to thank you for listening and if you are listening by iTunes, if you would take a moment and maybe go and, and leave a review and maybe a starred rating on iTunes, that will help us as people are trying to find us and learn more about worship ministry and developing their teams and connecting to one another. You can also find us on Stitcher Smart Radio. I love listening to podcasts on Stitcher. And so if you have found that, please drop us a line or an email and let us know how you heard about us. Uh, you can email me at matt at leadersinworship.com. And you can go onto our website and find that or on Facebook, Leaders in Worship. And today, I want to let you know about something that's coming up February 28th through March 2nd. We have the Consumed Worship Conference. This is going to be incredible. It's in Orlando, Florida at Faith Assembly. And we hope that you would take the time and come out to this worship conference. We have as guests, Ricardo Sanchez will be there with his team, and he'll be ministering in a night of worship and also speaking in one of the general sessions. We have Rory Noland, who is the author of The Heart of the Artist. If you're looking for a book to go through with your team, this has to be right at the top of the list in Looking at that, Rory will be speaking, talking about character and developing that. And also we have Jared Anderson, songwriter, worship leader, part of New Life Church in Colorado Springs. Uh, Jared has a great, great heart and is going to do an incredible job at, at sharing and also leading in worship. And I know that you are going to enjoy this. The conference registration is $79 for early registration but if you go on to the Consumed Worship website, consumedconference.com, and you register, you can enter the code LEADER, and that will save you $10 off of the registration cost. So that will bring it down to $69. Uh, there's some other rates that you can get as a group, but that information is on the site. Well, today we're going to be talking about the five essential ingredients for changing your worship style. And this is something that, as I mentioned, you don't want to go into lightly. You want to make sure that you know what you're walking into, and, and there are five things that you need to have at the very basis. One, you need to have an understanding. You need to know your pastor's heart. You need to know where he is coming from and what his desire is for 
the church. He is setting out the vision. It's not our job to set a different course for the church. Um, If you know someone who has done that, or maybe you've done it yourself, and you've learned and said, boy, I I did this and it was not the way to go, um, make sure that you understand that we are to facilitate the senior pastor's vision, the lead pastor's vision. We are to facilitate that. We're not going to take the church and the style in a different direction other than what he has set for this course. So we need to know the pastor's heart. Then we need to know the people. You need to know the people that you're ministering alongside every Sunday, every middle of the week, whatever your service schedule is, but know the people that you're ministering with on the worship team. Get the time and take the time to get to know them. And then also with that, allow people to get to know you. You need to be transparent, you need to be open, and you need to be willing to allow people into your world. We cannot take an artist mentality onto the stage and then out into the lobby. Uh, We need to be open with people. We need to get to know them. And if, especially if you are transitioning your style of worship in a church, you need to allow people to know that you care about the church, that you care about them individually. So know your pastor's heart, know the people, and allow them to know you. There has to be an understanding. Secondly, there has to be a focus. You need to focus on God. You know, worship worship should be the most unifying aspect of the church. But if it's not done correctly and if it's done with a wrong spirit, it can be one of the most divisive things in a church. So we need to focus on God, keeping prayer at the top of the list. In everything that you do, take the time and just wait. Pray about it and then move forward. You have to have understanding, you have to have focus, and you have to focus on what that goal is. So focusing on God, focusing, taking the time in prayer, and then focus on the goal. You know, if you seek change just for the sake of change, it's going to be a bumpy ride. Um, It's going to be a rough transition for the church. It's going to be a rough transition for you. But you have to understand the why. Why is the church changing that style of worship? Is it because of social reasons, cultural reasons? Maybe the church has kind of uh, changed in its mission statement. Uh, There's several reasons why you would go through a transition like this. But once you have a clear picture of the why, then the what will be easy. Then you can begin to transition uh, because you'll know what to do if you know why you're doing it. The third thing is it will take energy probably a lot more energy than what you even thought. Um, Anytime when you're going through this, um, you have to have the focus, and we talked about focusing and understanding and focusing on that goal, but it's going to take energy to implement it. Um, Make sure that while you are always giving out, make sure that you're also taking time to kind of decompress, spending time with your family. Don't sell out your family for the ministry. It's not worth it, Um, so it's going to take energy, and you need to make sure that you plan for that. Galatians 6, 9, it says, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. 
So it's going to take energy, but it's also going to take, fourthly, determination. You may get tired, but keep on going. Uh, you may get frustrated. Not everyone is going to get it. Uh, they may not understand you. They may not understand the need to change, but it's going to take determination. Uh, they may not always respond to you the way that you would like for them to. You know, have you ever seen in, in your situation that sometimes you finish a day and you finish the service and you're thinking, man, this was an incredible day. Everything was just working. The presence of God was there. Uh, the band and the, the vocals, they started the songs on time. They ended at the same time. It, it sounded good. It felt good. You could feel the presence of God in the room. People came to the altars, and you were just on this, uh, on this mountaintop. And wouldn't you know it, you go out into the foyer, and there's that one person that's waiting for you, and you know that what they have to share is not going to be as exciting as what you thought the day was in your mind. It reminds me of the clip in Christmas Vacation where Chevy Chase just gets the lights to come on and he had gone through all of the uh, trials of getting the lights to turn on and uh, then all the family is out there and they're looking at it, talking about how beautiful and uh, then you'll hear um, what his father-in-law has to say here. Dear Francis, I hope this adds to your enjoyment of the holidays. Oh, it's just wonderful. Arthur. Art. Dad. Thanks for being here. The little lights are not twinkling. I know, Arden. Thanks for noticing. Well, I'm sure if you have been in ministry for any length of time, you have experienced something just like that. It's gone amazing in your mind. You had a great day or something, and then all of a sudden there's someone that just takes the wind out of your sails. You know, that, that happens in ministry, and we have to always put people ahead of the process. Keep it all in perspective. Maintain a sense of humor about things that, you know, it's okay. We are in this for the long haul. We are not just doing this to satisfy our own egos or do something just because we were able to conquer it. But put people ahead of the process. Have determination stick it out. If you're in a situation and you uh, feel like you are just getting beat up and you're trying to go through this transition and you've done it the right way, you've kept in line with what your pastor wants for the church, and you've gone through all those steps but you just feel like it is just knocking you out, I just want to encourage you today, get back up. It's okay. You may get knocked down a time or two, but get back up. It is worth it. Put the people ahead of the process. Allow them to get to know you. You know, the last thing, the last ingredient, fifthly, is it will take time. Don't try and shortcut the process. Allow the process to take its course and be willing to not just change and say, now we're going from this traditional sound to uh, something that is like a, a Hillsong or a Planet Shaker or insert whatever group that you want in that, take it a step at a time. Maybe you're introducing a song during an offering. 
that has a little bit more of a progressive sound than what you're doing. And just take steps in this process. And don't forget what the church has been previously. Maybe it's throwing a hymn into a worship scenario or popping into a chorus of a hymn in the middle of a worship set. Let people know that you care about them and that you haven't left them behind, that you're doing your own thing. Yes, it's a challenge. Yes, it takes determination. Sometimes you don't feel like you have the energy that it takes to do it. But I just want to encourage you, keep moving through this process. Focus on it. Gain an understanding of what your senior pastor wants. You know, if you are walking in line with your senior pastor, boy, you can avoid a lot of conflict and a lot of issues. So have the understanding. Secondly, focus on God and what He has called you to do. Thirdly, have energy and know that it will take energy, but you need to have that. Fourth, you have to have determination. And fifth, take time. See it through the process. And I feel that this is going to make your transition a little bit easier. If you have some specific questions about transition or changing that style, uh, please email me, matt at leadersandworship.com. And if you would like to leave a voicemail, you can do that right on our website, leadersandworship.com. And there's a button on the right, and you can just leave a voicemail, and we can include that in one of our upcoming shows. Well, I just want to remind you of the Consumed Worship Conference, February 28th through March 2nd. This is going to be an incredible time, and I hope that you are here in Orlando, Florida for this event. Uh, We have information on the website, consumedconference.com. We have hotel information, travel information, and if you include the discount code LEADER when you register, that will take $10 off of your registration fee. There's some other group discounts, and I hope that you would take the time and be a part of this. This is something for your whole team to be here for. So I hope that you would take the time and be here And God bless you. Thank you again for listening to the Leaders in Worship podcast.